0: Happy Valentine's Day to you! Happy Valentine's, Valentine's
1: Day to you! Happy Valentine's Day, dear all of our devices. billion listeners!
0: Happy Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day to you!
1: Ooh. I feel like if we really tried, we could harmonize.
0: We easily, easily can. My middle name is Harmony, so
1: so it's like a, it comes natural it comes to you. Yeah. yeah what if that was a thing like your names determined your
0: what are you good at
1: yeah i'm good at alex i'm good at renee running running that's not true true. (laughs) i feel like i have good form i just don't have good like longevity when it comes um, to endurance yeah endurance
0: god yeah i mean running is it's a hard 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 task
1: anyway happy early valentine's day guys
0: (laughs) this is officially our valentine's day episode You know, whatever Valentine's Day
1: is the episode of love.
0: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a little different approach this time. In past years, we've talked about
1: self love.
0: We've talked about actual love. Love. We talked about self love twice, actually. Yeah. So we want to take a little different approach, but we'll get that get to that in a sec. What are you doing for Valentine's Day?
1: Ooh! Oh my! You guys, this is my first Valentine's Day ever with well in yeah in five, like five years. years with a partner and I'm just so excited yeah and me and my boyfriend are we're a very datey couple like we make we make it a thing to go on like specified dates honestly at least once a week yep and so this just feels like an amplified version of that Mm -hmm. um we're actually the weekend before he's coming to the bay area to meet my parents which is huge and we're gonna do a full day in napa so that's gonna be and it's gonna be like a double date with my parents so that's like part one of our Valentine's plans. Mm-hmm. And then when we get back, we're coming back a couple days before Valentine's Day. And we're thinking of doing like a staycation in New York and getting a hotel. And Valentine's Day not night, I um, saw that Kamari, I've talked about him a couple of times. He just dropped an album this past year, uh, one of my favorite songs from his him is Cherry Picking. He his voice is fucking phenomenal. He has a show in Brooklyn Valentine's Day night, what so a perfect
0: time to have. I a show. know,
1: I love it, I love it. So we're going to go see his show in Brooklyn. Probably get a hotel in Brooklyn, and then my boyfriend is in charge of finding the restaurant. You should
0: do like a two night, do like That's the what night before and then the night of, cause you're not going to want to come back to Manhattan from Brooklyn, like all midday. Drunk yeah. your, um.
1: That's what we're thinking.
0: Your concert. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be like more worth it too.
1: Yeah. The only thing is, is my boyfriend works the next day. So it,
0: on Valentine's day? No.
1: After the 15th. Yeah. So early, like open. I think he might be opening, which means 7am for him. Yeah. So it would just He'd be
0: leaving at like fucking 6am from Brooklyn. Yeah.
1: It would be kind of yeah. a lot. But can, he, can he change it? That's what we're trying to figure out.
0: Okay. Yeah. That'd be so fucking ideal. So
1: it'll be either one or two nights. And then I'm thinking of the day before Valentine's Day, since we're flying in and we're gonna be obviously beat from travel of booking us. I was looking at a couple massages, but they're just so expensive expensive in New York. They are especially if you want them to
0: come here. Like travel massages are expensive regardless. Yeah.
1: I don't think we'd do that. I think we'd wanna like go to a place just to get out of the house. Yeah. yeah i'm thinking of Did you get on groupon i should i should look at groupon and then also there's a lot of like more low-key places down in like um, down, under. down in lower manhattan like chinatown area that's true so we could hit up zarina oh yeah
0: the place that they went was a couple's massage too and she said it was she like it was like 50 bucks and it was the best massage she'd ever had
1: okay yep i actually think i might have hit her up it's for it's before. really i think it was close, close to us too maybe i'll just book that the day we land.
0: Oh, that'd be so nice. After a flight, just, oh. like, go get all massaged.
1: Yeah, massaged up. I was going to say get touched. Get but us like, in that the mood. Weird. But, yeah. Yeah.
0: But, like, your body's sitting. That's all I ever want. After yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm doing. That's I'm excited. So exciting. I'm super excited. This is, like, excited. your first
0: relationship Valentine's Day in a long time. Yeah. And because, uh, I, I mean. I can tell you're excited about honestly,
1: it. Honestly, like, even I'll go as far as saying ever, because my past relationships, it was always, like, he would come home from work and just, like. Throw a bouquet on the counter. Right. Right. Literally. Happy Valentine's Day. Maybe yeah. a card. Just like acknowledge the day. Yeah. Rather
0: than like celebrate
1: it. Right. Yeah. And my, my boyfriend now, he's he's a full lover boy, loves going on dates, love, loves planning shit. So it's really exciting to be with someone who matches my energy when it comes to this kind of stuff.
0: You don't have to be like, oh, I'm asking too much. Like,
1: no. You're not. He's and so. And you never were. No. I never did. Just do. wasn't a match. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I yeah, get you. I'm excited. Woo! It's a season of love.
0: Um, I'm doing a, a girl's Valentine's Day. Liza's actually going to be in town. And because she she's in a Netflix movie, which is crazy. Never told me she was doing that. She never tells us anything. She, the, she doesn't have to tell me. <laughs> but like, you know, you'd think she your always, best friend would tell you like, hey, I got I got hey, this I gig. booked a Netflix movie. Right. No, she just goes. It was like a month ago. She's like, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? I was like literally nothing i'm single and she was like are you gonna be in new york It's like yeah she's like okay well i'm gonna be there for a premiere i was like oh what premiere i'm thinking she's just going to like an event right like a pr thing right she's like oh no no um i'm in a netflix movie and it's coming out on valentine's day and i have press to do the day before i was like
1: she always like 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 shit like um
0: nuts drops it yep for like all these big projects she does like that hilarious so she blocked off the whole day for me which like, that's very, oh no, you spill. <laughs> At least it's water. It's very, uh, I know it's very hard for Liza to do. She's a busy gal. But I, I triple confirmed with her because, we'll, so we'll both be in the Bay the, week, the weekend before. And I'm like, okay, if you're not 100% to be here for Valentine's Day, I'm not trying to be in New York alone for Valentine's Day. And I'll stay in the Bay with like my sister or something. She's like, no, I blocked off the day. Love that. So we're going to go to dinner probably just go out thinking maybe like a museum vibe during the day fun just like be out mm-hmm. of the house and like just go explore that will be fun i love a good Valentine's day
1: oh yeah we did that last year mm-hmm. it was fun we went to like a Valentine's event
0: yeah i yeah. wore oh, yeah. this top i was gonna i was just thinking about what we wore i wore the tuxedo shirt yes but with like a <laughs> skirt yeah that's uh that was fun that was fun but like i'm excited now to actually like go to like a dinner and like like I don't want to go to an event. I want to like, yeah, have like quality and time.
1: It, and it'll be you two, and like obviously when you guys are together, there's a lot of catching up to do. Oh so God, it'll always. it'll actually be like intimate time between you there's two. There is a lot of catching up, yeah, between Liza and I. Right.
0: So actually, we catch up enough. She knows result. everything. Like, She knows the gist, but like details. Yeah, there's there's a lot more
1: to unpack here. That's the best. Yeah, you went on two dates recently, and they both hit you up for a second date.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't. That's mean to, a
1: flex I don't mean to flex as you should.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I I honestly assumed they would. I'm not yeah. surprised because the they way turned way out to be good dates. They turned out to be good dates. Right. So like, not surprised, but we'll see. We'll see like what we end up doing. I don't know. I'm just glad none of them tried to do like, hey, what are you doing for Valentine's Day?
1: chill dude we had one fucking date I bet there's a lot of people that do that that'd be crazy
0: just to like oh it's it's coming up so by default you're the last person I saw like I'm gonna spend it with you or ask to spend it with you right I don't know maybe that's just not our style because maybe some people would like that yeah the date would have to go so impeccably for me to be like I want to be your valentine
1: and it would have to be one of those things where you're almost like like mocking valentine's day where you're like Let's come over, like, we'll watch a movie, we'll make dinner, but we don't have to be romantic about it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's where it could work, if, they ha- if like, you match that sense of humor, you know? Right. Even that, I would still need that person to be, like... Really comfortable with them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't I see that.
0: Um, let us know what your guys' Valentine's Day plans are, or are you one of those people that are like, fuck it? Because I get that, too. I've had my years of, like, it literally is just another day. Like, I every year I always have a thought multiple times that day where I'm like, I don't know. I celebrate love every day. Yeah, but um, it is fun to lean into sometimes. That's why it's such a popular holiday, right? Like, is what it is. Well, you know what I just realized. Um, so to you, blah, 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 to those of you listening, this is pre-recorded. By the time this comes out, we'll know the Super Bowl winner. <gasps>
1: right now, we don't know. And well, I guess wh- everyone knows. Oh, it's literally old news.
0: Um. Now. <laughs> so, so who won, guys? Yeah, who? Like, won? But like, we don't know. Like future us,
1: right? You know? Right. It's
0: just, Maybe that that only applies to us because like this is so far in advance. I don't know. I just thought I about it. I get that. it. I get it. Who do you think won? I hope the Niners. I hope win. the Niners. Did you see? I forget his name. One of the players, though, you know that final catch. I don't. I don't know his name, but towards the end of the game, and it was his final interception that like solidified that the Niners won. Mm. And he he was interviewed on the field afterwards, and he was like, "All I'm saying is there." was A ladybug on my shoe before I did that, and you know what that means. I <laughs> love him, I know. So, like, what if that's what that means? What if they're yeah, win? they just got a like a push of good luck. I hope they win, but I have a feeling the part of me that feels like Super Bowl is rigged, and you know, all this Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey shit, like, by default, if it is rigged.
1: The Chiefs will win. I think to the Taylor Swift point, the rigging was probably done to get the Chiefs to the Super Bowl to get more views. But as yeah. far as, like, winning, like, we're already watching for Taylor Swift. It doesn't matter, you know?
0: Yeah. I know I, I see know. that point, too. But, like, fame is greedy. Like, why? I don't think they're just going to be like, oh, okay, we're just happy we're here. Like, no, right. they're going to want to fucking annihilate. Especially the way that they had been acting all season. Like, <sighs> little fuckers. That one fuckers. video of him, like, kicking the fall when that guy was trying to warm up with it like yeah
1: but i think it was against the ravens Ravens? yeah Yeah.
0: like just so little boy like i I just
1: want to see the niners win
0: i do too especially like
1: we're gonna be in the bay it's gonna gonna be be so
0: cool we're gonna be
1: around a whole bunch of niner fans oh yeah
0: that's gonna make it a scene it's gonna be
1: so fun it's gonna be so fun i would love to see the niners win i think i'm gonna wear niners gear
0: yeah did you order anything
1: no but I will my dad's gonna wear um <laughs> did he order it you asked him no but you assume I assume I he wouldn't I he did probably did the researching when the Niners won right my dad's a diehard Raider fan so he's like him and Christine are pissed right. that the Niners are going to the Super Bowl he's wearing a shirt that says it's a uh, Taylor Swift in a Chiefs jersey and it says Swifty <laughs> That is so good. It's so good. I love it.
0: No, yeah, the the, the household that we'll be with is all Raiders fans mm-hmm. and the ones that aren't are not are diehard Niners. Right. So it's like we're going to really get It's going to be split. A polarizing. Right. Energy. I, that's why I'm wearing Ugh. a ref jersey. I'm just trying to stay, stay like neutral. Nobody can like talk mouth to me if so and so
1: wins. Like right. I'm just the ref. Yeah. I'm just a, I'm Bay Bay Area bandwagoning that it, weekend.
0: 100% me yeah. too. Even like the stories I posted when they won, I would have never done that if they were playing somebody else. No. But I only did it because it was the Bay
1: Area. Yeah, you, we just have we just to. We We have to. Raiders will never be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Literally ever.
0: And once they are, like someone oh. check the Mayan calendar, like right. what's happening. That, right. That'd be, I would actually like reevaluate Some, the chances of everything shifted. in my life. Something, something shifted. shifted. <laughs> or they completely like, got hella money and were able to like get all the best players right i mean maybe they're making money from this new stadium in vegas i don't know <sighs>
1: who knows who knows i also love that the super bowl is in the raider stadium because i feel like the niners are going to catch some kind of like bay area energy yeah. Yeah. i think it's gonna they're almost gonna be on their turf
0: right i can't wait to look in the crowd and see who's wearing a raiders jersey still right because there will be oh yeah there's still going to be like the
1: pit of the Raiders people just like, this is my stadium. Yep. I'm just here. We watched the last Niners game, obviously, and they were down by like, I think, 14 points. And then we, were, me, Kristen, and my boyfriend were like, all right, let's take a breather. Let's go for a walk mm-hmm. and go get a dessert. We went for a walk. It, we weren't Like at this
0: for, point, we thought, oh, we're not at oh, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Let's just go. We
1: fully thought the Niners were going to lose. We come back from our walk, not even 15 minutes later, and it was tied. And we were like, oh my God, it's It's because we we went on a walk. walk.
0: (laughs) So now we're saying, I guess guess this is in the past now, so we'll see if it works. But um, if they're down at any point in the Super Bowl, three of us, we have to get out of there. We have to go like do a lap around the neighborhood and come back or something. Because I think it was because of us. It's good juju. I think so, too. Guilty.
1: I think so too. Yeah,
0: because you know how many fucking fans oh, yeah. say this. It's because I wore my one shirt. Yeah, because I was standing the whole time. Like, there's so many people that have right. that superstition with sports. It's so funny, it's so silly. Sports are so stupid. Who cares? Who it doesn't who matter. Cares? Oh, I do love it though. I love to get a little. I drunk love getting ease. into it. Yeah,
1: you're doing a big like food platter.
0: Yep, big food platter. I love like the drinking games with it. I just I'm just excited to like be in the bay too and. Honestly, I was telling Alex yesterday, like, I guess this is also in the past We're we're both pretty much back in New York by the time this comes out, but this is the first time since we've moved here that I've been this excited to leave. I'd obviously have like, especially when I was doing my long distance shit, like I was still eager to get home to see him, but there was still this element of me that was like, okay, but that's the only thing I'm excited about, but I'm i'm sad i'm leaving my routine in new york i'm at a point right now where i'm like get me out of new york yeah and i'm I'm ready to be out of new york for two weeks two weeks is a long time exactly i think i think i have to also be that excited for it because it is if i right wasn't this excited for two weeks that's going to be the longest
1: two weeks in my life you would dread it
0: i would dread it but yeah i'm just excited to like switch it up get yeah. some fucking sun
1: yeah the sun it This is a very long winter. This feels significantly longer than it did last year.
0: Because our, I mean, East Coast winter last year wasn't even fucking winter. Right. But, like, I don't know. I miss, like, I miss Leanna. I miss Leanna so much. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to spend some time with her. See my sister See my mom, see Phil. like
1: Right, this is going to be the first time where you're going back to California and you're seeing other people besides Tanner. Like, exactly. You're making a point to have that quality time with everyone that you kind of like missed out on. Right. So that's a, probably a big part of it too.
0: Oh, yeah. Get me out of here. Mm. Well, it's irrelevant now. That's <laughs> the thing about pre-recording you guys. We have to do it because obviously we're traveling. Right. But like, then I always feel like we're not giving you the accurate updates before we hop into the topic. Right.
1: Well, the next episode, the so next Monday's episode, you'll have a few weeks of yeah, of updates.
0: Yeah, you'll have all like, jam packed. How our trip went. Right. How Valentine's Day went. If I go on second dates with these men, how that went. Like right. you'll have you'll we'll be different women. <laughs> <laughs> Lots so stay, of updates. Stay tuned. Uh you mentioned you want to do song of the day. Yeah.
1: Um I don't know I feel like so clearly we're all dressed up should we do what we're wearing first
0: oh yeah we dressed up because we are going to be talking about how we feel sexy and confident and we're both people that feel that through expression of what we wear so we figured let's put on something that makes us feel sexy
1: you know what I will say though I'm so used to especially since we got the new set I'm so used to being comfy and like really lounging i want to put chairs. my knees up so bad right now we, you have oh, no idea so bad. i want to just do
0: this oh
1: comfy though see you can i'm in a skirt but like with my shoes like see i can't i feel like if you think i'm looking stiff it's because i am because we are because we are stiff because if i move anything you're gonna get a nip slip and you're gonna my skirt's gonna open up right. so
0: don't these shoes look like Timothy Chalamet, guys, if you're on visual? <laughs> they do. If you're on audio, I'd recommend coming over here real quick because they look exactly like him. It's uncanny. You look
1: like you tap dance. I do. What are you wearing? Um, this is a skirt that I got from my friend Lex. She owns her own um, boot, like vintage boutique in the Bay Area. It's called Luna and Wolf. You should look it up on Instagram. It's really cute stuff. And then this t- pink top, I think, is Urban. Urban. Yeah, urban. I literally have it in like three different colors. Um That's girlhood,
0: knowing where your friend where got your, something when yes. they don't. <laughs> yes.
1: Cause every time I come home with like packages. I'm like, what'd you get? And we yep. like talk about it. Yeah. From where? Uh so this is from I wanna say Princess Polly. Yeah. It's just like this cute sheer. I've actually never worn it before. (laughs) Well, here's the time. Here's the day. Um, oh. And then my.
0: She's wearing slippers. I'm wearing my
1: cheetah slippers.
0: They make me feel sexy. Yeah, that's the sexiest part of the foot. Show your ankles, you crazy girl. Woo! Um, I'm wearing, we'll start with the shoes. These are Jeffrey Campbell. I got them from Urban, but I'm sure you can get Jeffrey Campbell, like, everywhere. Uh, these pants are, oh my god, I'm so annoying. My whole outfit's from Urban. It's Okay. I hate that shit. Like, I feel like such a loser don't feel like a loser. Urban has good stuff. They do. They have really bad stuff too, but they've you gone know worse what? over the years, I will say.
1: I like urban things when you can't tell it's from urban.
0: Like, right. you're
1: wearing blue jeans, black. Like, this is a very sleek outfit that could be from anywhere. From anywhere.
0: You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah, these jeans are from urban. They're really cool, though. I don't know if you could see on visual, but the waistband is, like, not... It
1: doesn't have a waistband.
0: Right. The part of your classic pair of jeans that has the belt loops imagine cutting below the belt loop then that's what my jeans are do they have belt loops no no they're literally just like pants pants. and i um i mean you can't tell right now because i'm sitting down but they're they look high rise right now they're not they're like they're like hips hit they're they're between low and mid because they're not high enough to be mid-rise but like right under the belly button right under the belly button and like they rest perfectly on my hip bones i really like them they're my favorite jeans right now those are from urban these are from Urban, yes. And then I have this off-the-shoulder sweater from Urban. It's like, if you're on audio, it's like, you know, in Mean Girls, when Regina George gets hit by the bus, it's that sweater that she's wearing. Mm-hmm. She, she's wearing that after. No, she, that she's like, she gets hit you're th- a homeschooled younger free, freak. That's a less hot version of me. Oh, uh, right, right. Ah! With the braid down the back. Yeah, and then she has bra straps. I wanted to recreate that look, but. Bra straps would be cute with this. Yeah, yeah. Like a like pop of color or something. Yeah. I don't really have bra wear that's, like, a pop of color. Oh, I have that purple one. Yeah. That'd be kind of cute. Whatever, yeah. And then um, my hair, I, I guess we'll kind of go into it. I feel the sexiest when my hair is down, but, like, behind my shoulders. Yeah. And I like it when it's big. Again, you can't really tell on visual because you it's can't see the back see of my guys. head. Right. At least me those quotes. I like, like frizzy big hair
1: that's when I feel my most sexy and when you tuck your like the keep part the bangs keep, out yeah the part behind your bangs when you tuck it like behind your ear so you see a little ear and yeah. like sh- uh sh- what are these collarbones 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 are a very underrated sexy part of your body
0: that's why I like this top like yeah I I don't have a, a lot of boobs to offer but I that's why I like you showing got some neck I got neck <laughs> I like showing my my chest and like my my clavicle and yep. Like if we were going out right now, I'd, I'd even put like shimmer on my on my collarbones and like I wore, I'm light. wearing like a simple gold necklace. Like I, it's such a pretty area on every on everybody to me. Absolutely, it's, it's, it's like, so delicate. It's
1: so feminine. It's so it's feminine. Such a feminine part of your body.
0: It's so vulnerable too. I mean, even on some animalistic shit, your neck right. is very vulnerable. So to like show it and like put the hair behind, like it's very like. I don't know. It's inviting. It's delicate. But there's also like something regal about it to me. Oh yeah. It's like, very
1: strong. Yes. It's a very strong part of your body. Yeah. I love yeah. I love I love the little little shoulder vibe.
0: A little nick. What how do you feel sexy hairwise?
1: Hairwise. Um, I feel like depending on whether or not I lean into my feminine side, I'll wear my hair up or down. Mm-hmm. Um, I love like a good slick back bun so you could see. You could see my face. You could see everything. But when I wear my slick back bun, I lean more masculine. Me too. With my outfits, at least. But when I lean more feminine, and you can feel sexy in both. When I lean more feminine, I do like a lot of pinks and florals. And I go like stereotypical feminine. And that's when I wear my hair like up. Like right now, I'm like curled. curls, and like yeah like, yeah. Pretty, yeah. like pretty. Yeah. Pretty doll, Like doll.
0: Like pageant-y almost. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. The feminine, the masculine. I actually had that thought while I was putting on this outfit I so I wore this sweater the other night with a low bun and big hoops Mm. I like I almost did that today but to go off the episode I do like if I have to pick one or the other I am gonna do hair down um but I tend to feel more sexy when I dress like more masculine and and androgynous Mm. like even this look right now the pointed toe like I know you guys can see my ankle right now, but when these jeans go over the shoe, they peek out like very slightly. These are very wide legged. And then like, I don't know, with like a feminine top, like I like the juxtaposition juxtaposition, and that's when I feel most sexy is when I have a little bit of masculine and I've, I've always been that way. I've really, I've been thinking about this even last night when we were planning this episode and how we're going to talk about it. It really challenged me to think about like, what
1: made you How do I feel sexy? I felt like growing up, I've leaned more like, I'll put in quotes, tomboy. Yeah. I, I dress oversized a lot. Um, I definitely hid my femininity, especially because I was insecure with my breast size. Mm-hmm. I never leaned into having bigger breasts. But now that I've grown up and I feel like I've started to become more comfortable with like my sexuality and my like the feminine side of me, I definitely go way more feminine than masculine when i'm trying to be sexy like when i go more masculine i'm pulling that tomboy out of me and i feel like especially when i picture like me going out with my boyfriend i feel like i'm one of the guys that night
0: yeah you know what i mean it affects like your attitude like how flirty you are and stuff
1: my attitude my energy i feel more bold Mm -hmm. whereas when i go more feminine and i i like i wear things like this and i I'm more of a delicate personality. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm flirty and I bat my eyes and I use that energy throughout the night. So it it depends on my mood and it depends on what side of me I want to channel.
0: I completely relate to that. Like to that point that has me thinking, I think that's why I like to dress more masculine because I feel more confident in that side of my personality.
1: Oh, and I feel more confident in the feminine side of my personality. I've never been much of a feminine. I can channel it
0: here and there. I'm not saying I'm just like straight up one or the other, but yeah. like yeah, just all my life. And I think I get that from my mom too. Like she's mm. a very masculine person. The men in my family are like very masculine men. Like I I've kind of only ever been around masculine. Right. And even growing up when like girls will like do their makeup and this or the other thing like I would do it and like obviously I wear makeup right now like I wear makeup, but I never felt like fully into it the way like the tr- um, we're putting a lot of quotes in a lot of these generalizations this episode so right. bear with us the like traditional girly behavior right but and you you said uh bold you feel more bold mm-hmm. bold is what makes me feel sexy cuz i know i can be bold i know i can be confident i know i can like hold down an energy and make the decisions and like it's your strong suit it's yeah so I I tend to lean into that and it comes out through my clothes but I'm trying to think of when I like feel feminine maybe honestly like behind closed doors yeah like when I'm with my person and like and not even just like when it's getting like sexual just like behind closed doors and even when I'm when you get more
1: vulnerable when I
0: get vulnerable and when I'm not wearing makeup and we're just like cozy chilling. That's when I'm like, oh, I'm just a cute girl, mm-hmm. you know.
1: You're in your feminine,
0: right? But when I go out in public, I, I I I lean more masculine.
1: That's a good point, and it just goes to show that like feeling sexy, it, it really does start with confidence and how you feel confident. Because when you feel confident, then you can feel you feel like you could take on the world. And like you said, you feel more confident when you're in your masculine energy. And I feel more confident when I'm in my feminine energy. And it's just how we nurture it. Yeah. And the more confidence we have going out or going on dates or, like, even finding a significant other or something like that, that's when we feel sexy.
0: Yep. It even applies to, like, outside of romantic stuff. Like Oh, yeah. I remember in school, if I had, like, a big presentation that day, not only do I need to just make sure I love my outfit, period, because... Like we started the episode with you relate to clothes for both of us, all of our lives. let something like we've bonded over is fashion. That is how I start my mindset of the day is what type of outfit I'm putting on. How so I feel confident. Right. So when I would have these like big presentations in school, I would have to like channel that like strong, powerful woman, like presenting in front of the head of gap or some shit, you know, right. like I needed to be like, ah, oh. but yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because I was forced to wear a cheer uniform every week of my life for 18 years. <laughs> that could be a thing. I mean, and I, I hated it. Like yeah. some days it was fun. You know, when I, I liked days where I was forced to wear my cheer uniform when, we, when it was cold because then we were allowed to do our pants mm. in the top. I've never been a skirt girl. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever. Never a dress girl. I'll do like a maxi. And it's not even because I'm like, Oh, I don't like my legs. I just don't feel good in it. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I get that. I was always really scared to wear like dresses and skirts. Yeah. Growing up. Uh, For some reason, I just felt like I felt like my personality was more tomboy. So I didn't even, it intimidated me to wear. that's where I'm at. Yeah. To wear dresses and skirts. But then, like I said, once I got more comfortable, like with my physical body and I started to lean into the femininity, then I was like, oh, this skirt makes me feel even more feminine and I feel even more confident in it. Right. So it it is all about just like what makes you feel comfortable in your body.
0: Right. I wonder if I'll have a switch, but I mean, I'm I'm 28. Maybe. I don't know. Cause like even for new years, Alex picked out an outfit for me, fire outfit, Pookie. Like it was so cute. It was so cute. It was, it was like this cool lace, like slip dress, um with like tights and actually these shoes so it was Mm -hmm. very like preppy and like a purple beret like it was a really cute outfit when I put it on when I dress feminine like that I feel like
1: a little girl Mm. and I think that's why I don't like it did you ever like dress up going growing up Like, did you ever have like like uh princess heels or anything no No. not at all
0: I've I've always been the most doll like I got was Bratz dolls. I was never a Barbie kid, which are
1: still edgier and masculine. Yeah. Arguably. Yeah.
0: Arguably. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel, I feel like a little girl and I don't, maybe that's like a body confidence thing. Cause like, and I've even said this to you, like I, I have, you know, somewhat of a shape. Like I'm not like little girl body shaped or anything, but there's some dresses that like do just inevitably look so much better on someone with curves. And, like, that's when I just feel like I'm, like, it feels like I'm playing playing dress up. up. I'm putting on this dress that would look better on someone else. Like, that was made for someone else. And then I just feel like I'm, like, standing there, like, awkward, like a stick.
1: Right. That's a good point. I actually wrote down um, dressing for your body type could really help you feel sexy. Mm -hmm. Finding things that enhance specific not even like curves but enhance specific parts of your body that you're already confident in
0: like you want to put out there
1: yep because that's the thing about sexiness is putting out like exuding that energy of sexiness is all about bringing out the parts of you that are already that you're already confident in so empowering yourself exactly empowering yourself so dressing for your body type does the work for you yeah and it really did like I talked about it last episode self-esteem is faking it till you make it mm-hmm. so if you're in an outfit that naturally enhances your physical then that like does half the work for your confidence you look
0: in the mirror and you're like even though you're having a shitty day you're like oh wait this actually looks really good right and then boom like the happy bar goes up one notch yep and then that's I mean that's where it starts a snowball effect after that
1: like with all of this talk about physical I don't want you to think that physical has a hundred percent to do with confidence and feeling sexy. It is just like step one because once you're at least for us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, I feel like once you're at least comfortable in your physical, you relax your shoulders, mm-hmm. you stand a little taller. Like it is a, the ripple effect that you're talking about that makes you feel like you can own a room. And at the end of the day, like your, your personality and what you like things you say that carries in a room
0: that's what like the glow is like have yep. you guys ever walked in a room or even like you're watching a show or something and you notice that that person like and they could even be like back to the close point they could even be wearing the most like you know quote-unquote basic fit but there's something that just like catches your eye yep. it's probably on ninety nine point nine nine percent sure that it's it's probably their mindset yep and where they're at and like that's the type of glow that makes us attracted to like I think I put into like celebrity terms too. Mm. certain celebrities
1: like they own a room
0: they own a room naturally and sure I'm sure some people are like well yeah it's because they're fucking rich or yeah because everybody knows who they are so of course they're going to look at them but
1: it's because they're confident
0: it's because they're confident yeah and I, I think that glows so much brighter than anything and that's why like even when I was thinking about This episode, I'm like, it really does just depend on my headspace that day. It really does. Like a few episodes ago, we were saying like we both felt ugly that day. Right. And it was just because like I was in like a tired mood. I had a lot going on. Like, And I'm still working on how to have some control over that. Mm -hmm. Because even in like these past two dates I went on, the first one I went on was actually a really bad day for me Mm. i got a call with some really fucking sad news and i still forced myself to go on the date and you know it was great but like it was that moment where i was like shit now like i'm gonna be in my head and now i'm not gonna present the best version of myself and like i don't i don't know how to get through that i really i really had to like fake it it's a lot of hard work which that sounds bad like in some type of way if he's listening to this I wasn't
1: faking it on the date like yeah it, it was still and I know me. What you, I know what you mean you have to you almost have I to like know. turn off the switch yeah of, but I don't know how
0: yeah it's a lot of hard work I, and that's why I just I focused on my outfit yeah it's like what, what how can I dress to like you know take off some edge here
1: yeah of And that's where you start because if if you would have leaned in to the energy that you already had that day, you wouldn't have gone. You (laughs) would have been, I mean, you probably would have hermited. 100%. That's all I wanted to do. If you went on the date too. And like, because there's even nights where we're getting ready and we're like trying hella shit on. We even say out loud, I feel like I'm not going to like anything tonight. Yes. And it's because of our energy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know it can feel so like. Discouraging. Impossible to change, but. I'm working on it. I I know it's possible. That's why I I mean that's why I went on the date and like I did still have a lot of fun and I was able to kind of distract and it it was fun. But like I don't know. It's just it's so hard. It's so hard. I'm kind of now kind of just thinking about dating and like I think it's just easy to wrap my head around that scenario to kind of give it like a textbook example of how to feel sexy. Yeah. Whenever. I'm having an intellectual conversation mm. like the bar the bar goes up yeah That's probably
1: because like when you're sitting there you feel like you flow better with more intellectual conversations mm-hmm. and you let your personality shine like it yeah. really brings out the confidence in you
0: yeah but then also I really like being playful yeah I don't know, it just depends on my mood it
1: really does it what really it, does
0: what about you for like topic wise
1: I'm really trying to think because when it comes to that part of like feeling sexy, being intellectual, I really only do that with like my boyfriend during like my dating phase. I never got to that point that wasn't beyond like wearing a sexy outfit. Mm. Like I get.
0: That's an after thing for you. Yeah. That's we're literally
1: the opposite. The opposite. I get intimate in the brain. You and, lead with intimacy. Yeah. yeah. Well. I get no. I get intimate in the brain when I'm already when walls are already dropped with my boyfriend. Got it. Feel like I'm more physically like sexy and flirty, and I have that like playful feminine energy. I could do that all day, every day with anyone. Mm-hmm. And I feel like during my dating phase, that was that was my confident energy. Whereas once we break down those walls and when me and my boyfriend got to the point where like he started sleeping over and we started having those like really intimate talks in bed, that's when I feel like intellectually attracted to you. Yeah. That's a wall mm-hmm. that comes down after.
0: I, I feel like every episode ends up being like, I relate to Alex, or I relate to Kristen. Right. In this, Who's, who do you relate to right now? Cause
1: it really is 50 50. You yeah. feel like feminine, sexy after
0: I, yeah, I need to, to be like feminine and physically sexy with someone. I need to already know that, like, we can connect intellectually so that I know where you're at with your, like, emotional intelligence. And it all boils down to assuring that this person's safe for me. Mm. It's totally a safety thing. I get that. Emotionally safe. Not like they're going to kill me. Like, yeah, If that's the way I go, that's the way I go. But, like.
1: And I I feel like I'm mixed in there, too. Like. I need to f- see but this could be like a, an example of the opposite too because my safety comes from whether I feel like physically safe That's with you. That's crazy. Like if you yeah. I think about this a lot on dates. This is crazy. Um when I was dating around, I I dated short, tall, big, small. Like I don't when it comes to physical, I didn't yeah. really have a type, but I remember thinking like I was on a date with a a smaller, shorter guy mm-hmm. and I remember thinking like if someone pulled up on us, I would be the one to swing. <laughs> he would not be swinging. And <laughs> with my Ugh. with my current boyfriend, he's a big, strong guy, yeah. and I am very physically safe with him. Mm-hmm. And that's a standard for me.
0: It's definitely a plus. The like physical safety. Yeah, we're getting out of sexual now. I know what you mean. Like on some primal shit. Yeah, definitely a plus. And again, I've dated big, strong, <laughs> and everything, but I've also dated. Small, literally my size, yeah. as you know. I mean, honestly, it like looking back on those two different relationships with having being with a big person and a small person, I was more masculine with the smaller guy. Of course, naturally. Naturally. I don't think it's solely because he was small. There obviously there were so many other elements of our personalities that brought out a lot of masculine in me. And she right. was a very feminine man. I also there was a lot of things I liked about that too. Because yeah. I it's like a the control and I like, you know. So I, I don't know which I prefer, but I see what you mean about like if someone pulled up No, that's what like, it's literally it's one of Because I had that thought too when we were together, like, no, I probably would
1: have kicked ass. Yeah. I and you would have to yeah. because he's not. He's, he's not. not about <laughs> to throw hands. I it's something that I crazy, I'm like making this connection now. I think about this on every first date I've ever been on. You what like would happen? That. Yeah. Who would be the one to like save us? And if it's me, then I feel like Like he's pulling out the masculine in me and it, like, I'm not comfortable there. You just don't want that, yeah. Even walking around New York with my current boyfriend, I'm always, like, tucked under his arm Mm -hmm. and I just feel more at ease. Yeah.
0: There's something primal there. There, Yeah. That's a thing.
1: One of my first serious relationships in high school, we were literally, I was a little bit bigger than him, taller and just bigger in general. Um, And I remember getting out of that relationship thinking... I want someone to make me feel more feminine. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I had never had it at that point.
0: Right. That was your first. Right. The most part your first like series. And moment. I think
1: after having like that aha moment of some like wanting someone else to pull out the feminine in me, then I was like, okay, this is now a standard.
0: Right. And I'm kind of there right now. Obviously, like I said, I've been very comfortable in the masculine, masculine all my life. And in my past, my recent relationship. And that's why I'm like, maybe I need someone to pull the feminine out of me. Now. Yeah, totally. And I've, I've even talked about this in therapy and like she knows I'm dating right now. And we've talked about like my mindset going into these dates. And I, I do this purely out of honestly enjoyment. I love coordinating things. I love planning things. It's like fun for me. And these past two dates, I've like literally been like, Oh, it's up to you. You pick a place. And that's that has to be a conscious decision of mine, though, to, yeah. to release that control and allow the other person to make the plan and take the initiative that usually does put me into my masculine. So I'll keep you updated on how that goes. That's just something I'm kind of toying with to see if if that's what pulls the femininity out of you. Right. I'm like, I'm at a point where I'm like, do I like the masculine because it's me or do
1: I like it because it's all I know? Mm,
0: yeah. Good point. So I'm because, seeing if like I if I try the other, is that gonna pull something out of me?
1: And that's the sort of aha moment that I had exactly. when I was like, wait, feminine makes me feel more confident the second I had an experience with it. So mm-hmm. like maybe there is something that you know you could almost formulate where that does make you feel more feminine and brings out a confidence that you've never had in your masculine.
0: Right. I felt feminine in like my early twenties, mm-hmm. but like there was also parts about that that I didn't like. I felt like I felt out of control.
1: Yeah. I felt out of control and I felt But you also had control issues at that age that you don't have anymore. Right, 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 right. Like you've um you've worked really hard in therapy on your control issues. Mm-hmm. And now that you don't have those specific control like needs. Habits. Maybe now, if someone were to put you in that feminine, you didn't feel the need to control anymore.
0: What if I, like...
1: What if you are just, like, a woman? A
0: woman! What if I'm, like, super girly or something?
1: Um, <laughs> that, I don't think it'll yeah. go that... That's, like, stark. That's,
0: like, yeah, it's yeah. very black and white, but...
1: No, but, like, yeah. maybe, because I know what you're yeah. talking about. Mm-hmm. I think, like, when when your ex, when you were in your early 20s, would do like the planning or when he loved it yeah you loved it but then there was also probably a part of you that was like I should have done this
0: yes there was there'd be times where we'd both plan something I'd be like well fuck which one do we do now yeah and like it would like start an argument
1: but that's that's a whole other issue but like you right but like (laughs) you toying with this new thing where you want like the other guy to like plan the date and everything maybe this will just like let you relax your shoulders and feel okay good it did and like you didn't feel any like when they plan the dates you didn't feel any need to like control where you were going or that's great
0: the initial like like I said the initial text the initial conversation to pass the baton if you will yeah that took some conscious okay doing but then the second I'm sitting there at this bar that I didn't plan on going to I was like Oh, this is sick. You're you're safe and right. I felt I felt safe and like also the the paying part. Mm. Like both dates, they both fully picked up the whole night. Which Love that. I'm not fucking used to that. Right, <laughs> right. I'm not used to that. Like my last relationship, I was fucking. I was a sugar mama. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you guys didn't split. Sometimes. Sometimes.
0: But when I could like read. The situation financially and realize
1: it was something that like you would pick up unspoken
0: right which I think there's nothing wrong with that too like yeah. there's time and place for that but that you know to that point that's another standard that I think I have is like I like to do things and that yeah I want
1: someone who's like
0: down to spend money on experiences
1: yes it really does and make that's a why difference. I was
0: paying for it last time because like he didn't necessarily have the money to spend on experiences and I'm not out here trust me i'm not out here saying i need to be with
1: someone who has money i'm just saying where you put your money where you value where you
0: value your money
1: yeah and that's huge yeah and that naturally you having to pay for every experience and plan every experience that naturally very felt very masculine yeah that very much takes you out of your feminine yep i get that a
0: little surprise for me
1: yeah it's all i ever want yeah i think you'll get it (laughs) you will it takes the it takes time and it does take the little bit of forcing to yeah not budge on that standard yeah because the second you do go on a date with someone who kind of puts you back in that place that you've been it'll just feel natural and then you're like wait no i want to i want this that's
0: why i'm doing it right out the gate yeah like you have to set the standard early literally before the our first date i'm already like oh you pick yeah Cause like we talk about this a lot, even when you you meet new friends or coworkers or you're dating someone new, human exchange, you really gotta set day one of like your first impression of each other, cause that's when people like we match humans naturally. Conform to power dynamics. Yep, it's 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 subconscious and it's so primal and it's so normal. Like think about your friend group, right? Like you have the person that's gonna like, we'll do a pitcher of margarita of, of, for the table, and like they're not gonna ask anybody. You have like the alpha, right? And then you have the person that's like super good with the flow, and then you have the person that's like quiet but like confident still. And you know, there's so many dynamics in a situation. So I I believe those are set day one. And I think that really goes for dating is like off the bat, set the tone of your expectations because not saying you can't ever change them. Right. We hear situations, especially on our Patreon episodes and people are writing in, they're like, it's gotten so far it, it's deep. Just, I, I don't like when they do this, but honestly, it's been like this all of a relationship and it's like, you never set the
1: standard. Yeah.
0: If you don't like that, you got to say that from day one. So, you know, day a thousand when you're like, Hey, I don't like this. They're not like, Whoa, Whoa. Where did this come you never from? Said you that. never said that.
1: Right. It's kind of standard. Yeah. I see this girl on TikTok. I just want to make this point because I feel like there is a middle ground to this. You don't have to be the one who's like, okay, I want you to plan everything and then you're in your feminine or I plan everything and then I'm in my masculine. There is a middle ground to this. And I saw this TikTok the other day. Um, Her name is Nara Smith. I'm sure you've seen her. She's the cutest, like pregnant, most graceful woman. She's like a fairy. She's literally like a fairy. And she had she made a TikTok about how she told her husband, take me on a date tonight, but you plan it. It was the point that yes, she still had to tell him, not had to, she still told him that she wanted to be taken out, but there's still an element of surprise because he he has to plan it. Mm-hmm. So it's not about them reading your mind and like planning Drop every standard yeah and planning date and like knowing when to take you out and like bringing you flowers every single day like yes those are things but to expect that every single day mm-hmm. it's like no one's gonna read your mind so it's also a, like great to and I do this with my boyfriend like I want to go on a date this weekend yeah you plan it but like just letting you know yeah <laughs> just letting you know yeah. like yeah. that's that's a great happy medium to also be a standard
0: I think I yearn for that middle ground
1: Yeah. because,
0: like I said, I'm not fully comfortable fully giving up my masculine because I do think it's a part of my foundation. Right. I don't know. I feel like I only have experience in one or the other. Right. And I want I to want blend. Yeah, I want the a medium. Blend. And it that's is, a it's, good example of a blend.
1: And it's the most like realistic, I feel like, yeah. sustainable version of a marriage or any like long-term relationship Yeah. because there's going to be points where you like want to go on a date, but you're not saying you want to go on a date and you're almost expecting him to plan a date, but he's not going to like, he has to know. Yeah.
0: yeah. They have to know. You can't read minds. No. That's, yeah, that's, that's a, unrealistic. Very unrealistic. I feel like that's something you learn more so in adult relationships. Right. Like you kind of expect it in like younger relationships, but nobody's going to read your mind. And that's not because they're bad people. they just, you got to communicate. Yep. Those standards off the bat. Even if it's like, yeah, I like surprises throw the bait right you know right and then like at that point I would hope the person would remember oh they said they like surprises right and like try and do it
1: you know to often
0: often Often. often, but like often enough for it to be like hey I acknowledge that this is something you value
1: and as far as the surprise I feel like the middle ground to that would be you asking for a date doesn't take you out of your femininity if you like throw in there but surprise me with where we're going. Yeah. I feel like that's the that's good middle perfect. ground. Yeah. it's
0: perfect. I'm going to try that one.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Should we talk about what we find sexy in people?
1: Yes. I feel like mine, I kind of touched on it a little earlier, but very masculine, strong men. Big, big man. Big man I, I energy. pick things up and I put them down. <laughs> at least, like, at least right now, I feel like it, it, um, it changes or I guess that means it's like it's definitely changed with age for yeah me. oh yeah definitely um confidence and um like someone's energy that is what makes them sexy to me I guess I'm like somewhat biased right now because my boyfriend is so like burly man mm-hmm. to me and like that I obviously find him so sexy and like that is what my lens of sexiness is right now yeah,
0: of course um also
1: to preface
0: This is just our opinions. Oh yeah, I we've talked about this before. Like, sexiness, beauty—it's—it's so subjective. Mm -hmm. It's—it's purely subjective, actually. It depends what you feel, and finding your match is all that matters. Like, as long as you're you and your person, I mean, that's what connection is. Like, you both agree what sexy is, whether that's intellect, physical, sexy in silence. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's so many. Different types of sexy, and so this is just
1: ours. This is, uh, yeah, just I, I feel that like that the, everything we've said this episode is, is ju- just like purely our perspective.
0: Maybe that's a no-duh preface, but I, I think it goes bigger. Like, I hope that takes pressure off any of you that feel like you need to be this like societal standard of sexy that mm-hmm. like you see in movies and like music videos and like shit like that. Like, that's so
1: it's, it's silly. it's so it's so one track
0: exactly and
1: that's just not like humans are not one track no and it really is all about like exposing yourself with things that you define as sexy and attracting the people naturally that align with that right exactly
0: um okay so what do i think is sexy i i love hands Mm. and i love smiles i'm going like physical i guess for a little bit hands hands and smile and your smile i love noses I like big noses a lot. I do like when a man can take initiative.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think to our point, that's probably because it takes me out of my power. But I still I still want them to like, uh, what word can I use to this? I don't know. Just respect the fuck out of me. Yeah. And like still put me as like a powerful force. I'm not just their arm candy. Right. But they're still alpha in their own way.
1: I think there's a like a very specific combination of like masculine manliness and then being gentle I feel like if you are if you carry both equally and the gentleness really comes out because that also like being gentle with a woman also leans into making I'll talk about me making me feel even more feminine yep So, like, he's holding his masculine, but he's also empowering me. That's why he's in his masculine. That's fucking sexy to me.
0: Exactly. That's that's the line of toxic masculinity masculinity and sustainable masculinity is when the guy thinks they, like, can't be soft at all. And they just have to, like, keep up this, like, hard act. We all know those fucking men. That's where I'm, like... You you can you're not gonna be less manly because you're not gonna like compliment that those guys shoes because you're gonna be like no 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 I I don't I don't compliment those shoes like I don't I don't fuck with him like that right It's okay guy I don't know toxic toxic masculinity is often (sighs) overcompensation which sending my love to all those people that feel the need to overcompensate it's it is sad and it goes so much deeper and you know we could sit and talk about how shitty it feels to be around those type of people but I do think about their internal battle as to why they feel the need to be that way right they clearly were never in a situation to feel safe enough to like
1: show gentle drop walls and show a little bit of femininity because every single person has a little bit of both
0: yeah exactly and
1: it's all about like what side you pull out and the men who overcompensate clearly feel like they need to only be masculine and femininity doesn't even exist inside of their Humanity. It's so black and white, right? Yeah.
0: There's something sexy
1: about when a
0: man like takes initiative and is. I hate using the word alpha because it can be so extreme, but I'm gonna use it. Mm-hmm. Alpha in their friend group. It's the
1: first thing I take note of.
0: I like the the friend in the friend group that's like everybody goes to him. Yep. For like, hey bro, where are we going next? Or like, yep. I don't know, like for advice. Like I I like I I think it's sexy when a guy. Is a guy's guy. But not in a toxic way. There's a fine no. line. Yeah. There's still that fine line of like. Oh. With the boys every night. Like I'm not talking about that guy at no. all. Just like. I don't know.
1: You. You carry. Like somewhat of a. um, Like they. Ver- they play a very specific role. In their friend group. Yeah. My first date. With my current boyfriend. We went on our date. And then. We were like. Let's go. Let's. Like let's continue to the date. Let's go out. And he was like. Actually one of my friends is. DJing somewhere. Like we could go there like I have a couple friends there as well if you're up to it and I was like fuck yeah you get to see right
0: off the bat how this friend dynamic is not
1: only does he like want to bring me around his friends right which is such a cool thing on a first date Mm -hmm. like that's a really fucking good sign yeah but also I get to witness you in your natural state like yeah you're not gonna front you're gonna be like 100% you and I just remember being there thinking like seeing everyone he's friends with and like vibing with them and seeing not only that he's friends with just like it wasn't just like a group of guys like he had a whole bunch of girlfriends that were there and the way that they welcomed me Mm -hmm. felt so like that's such a big sign oh
0: when you're brought around the friend group for the first time like that's already hard in itself right But how are your friends gonna absorb me and then maybe this is me overthinking but like that would, if they don't absorb you well, that would make me think, oh, fuck, what's his dating track record? Because are they like, oh, just bringing another, another bitch? One. Like, yep. It makes you think like how they value the people their friends bring around shows the types of people they typically bring around.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. How they react to me. Yeah. It, oh it was it was a huge thing, and it was a fucking power he move. Passed
0: the test, yeah,
1: and it was it was definitely noted.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, I like I remember after that, and you saying that maybe having the same conversation, honestly, and just right. being like, they like that's such a good sign
1: because even like being a woman in a friend group that has like 50-50 women and men.
0: Yeah, you're just talking about our friend group. Our friend group. Oh,
1: if one of our guy friends brought a girl, like we would obviously be so opening, and we gauge that woman based on their past track record track record that's true and thinking like being on the other side of it i just yeah. remember thinking like oh like this is what it feels like
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah that's a good point we've also seen situations where this is a little bit more of a tangent but like the girl being brought around doesn't fuck with us right and then that shows like uh-oh she's territorial mm. that's a generalization but like have we been proven wrong and no because I think we're very welcoming girls, yep. and when like uh, one of our homies brings a new girl around, and they're just kind of like, doesn't they don't with like fuck with us? I'm like, that's fine. We don't need to be besties, right? But, but there's
1: like, a level of respect,
0: yeah. And like, they're immediately like, mm. I don't like you around these girls, and it's like, well, these are our brothers, yeah. Like, don't get it twisted. There's it nothing twisted. going on here. <laughs> these are
1: literally our brothers. Yeah. So. I know that was more of a tangent, but I get it. I yeah. get it. I know you do. <laughs> I guess to wrap this up. Feeling sexy doesn't necessarily mean embodying like society's version of what sexy is. Like the society definition of sexy, it really is all about like what makes you feel confident and what makes you feel like you could own a room because that's what's sexy at the end of the day. It's not always physical. It can manifest in different ways. It's not always physical. It's not always intellectual. It really just what makes you feel comfortable.
0: That's something that I honestly love about our generation right now. Millennial and Gen Z, we really are breaking the stigma of traditional sexiness.
1: Yes. Like, think about, like, the 50s, dude. Insane.
0: Like, if anybody from the 50s is listening to this right now, they're like, what? Right. Like, sexy was only, like, playboy, big boobs, blonde hair, like, that and no, I'm not going to say nobody because there were people, but, like, the general population did not break out of those four walls for decades
1: decades like even thinking about 90s 90s yeah and early 2000s the posters on the wall of and even fucking burger commercials do you remember (laughs) when burger commercials had
0: jr i think it was yeah
1: uh, carl jr wendy's probably all of them had women in bathing suits on sexy cars yeah eating a (laughs) fucking burger like
0: I hate America. It's so
1: unrealistic. It's so fucking American. It's toxic masculinity. Like, that's not what's sexy to everyone. No.
0: Like, to that point, you're right. That's not what's sexy to everyone. And I'm sure even in the 50s, still, like, it wasn't sexy to everybody. But I think our generation is breaking the wall of like you can voice what you think is sexy even though it's not the societal standard yes that's more so what i'm really grateful for that our generation is doing
1: absolutely so lean into that lean into what makes you feel sexy
0: it doesn't matter what it looks like it only matters how you feel Mm
1: -hmm. look good feel good big time look good feel good i just think of ben taught us that yeah
0: our friend ben great guy he taught us that in like 2014 yeah
1: Uh, at an age where we were so like how do we feel confident we how like do 19, we feel sexy 18, yeah 19,
0: yeah and he was like look good feel good and yeah. it, it clicked and that sticks in my head mm-hmm. like nothing before like that I don't know I don't know how that clicked so much in my head I, and, and you too I guess you're right it was the age even, that he said that
1: even like till this day when we walk out in fire outfits that make us feel good we say out loud look good, look feel, good. feel good
0: good Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Ben. You really, listens. you
1: really taught it.
0: Maybe. Do you, Ben, if you. Listen, are you there? Are
1: you, raise, raise your hand. <laughs> there's some Ben out All there. All Ben. Like, oh, like oh, how was it me? me? <laughs> was it me? I don't remember meeting them. Did I say that? Oh. Everyone's sexy. Everyone is sexy, honestly. Everyone's hot. Everyone's sexy in their own way. That's the thing,
0: too. Like, I even feel like it'd be a whole other episode listing everything I think is sexy because I think there's yeah. so many versions of sexy. And like,
1: you I, could pit put a picture of anyone in front of me and i, I could will be like, find something sexy about them. yes that's Absolutely. a fun little game oh yeah there's this <sighs> is sexy about them this is sexy about them and that
0: sounds kind of like dehumanizing uh, we don't mean right. that in like a prowling gross way i mean that in an no. empowering way yeah like even uh
1: even energy wise exactly
0: we were at the restaurant the other night zuzu guys it's in hudson yards Ooh. such a good it's like mediterranean vibe it's such a good restaurant um z-o-u-z-o-u the bartender the bartender like he had this like natural steeze and literally and like not even saying like i was gonna give him my number like i was just more so an observation of like this human in front of us and he wasn't flirting like he was literally just doing his job but he walks away and i was like yo like the way he even just like gave us the menus there was something so like he was
1: attractive about it he he was um you could tell i even said it when you like brought it up i yeah. was like it's because he's confident
0: he was just like confident
1: he what knew he what was he was doing. doing yep i don't i you had to be there i guess it's, it's re- it. it really is an energy
0: it's an energy i feel like that's even what some people you, have you seen that on tiktok when people are like cute sexy mm-hmm. ugly sexy like it's just the energy they're all
1: just different versions of sexy
0: it's not just about <laughs> what you look like it rarely no. is about what you look like it's, to be completely honest right it's just your vibe so happy Valentine's Day, whatever you're doing. I hope you enjoy it. Um, whether it's going to be the most romantic day of your year or another day to just spread love yet again. Mm-hmm. Both are so valid. And yeah, have fun with it. Have a good week. Have a good week, you guys. We love you. I we love
1: you, you.
0: Yeah, there we go. Hey, will you guys be our Valentine? Oh, yeah. Please. I, you, you technically have one, but like you can have a second one. Yeah. And I don't have one unless Liza asked me, but we'll see um <laughs> will you guys be our Valentine's? Please, you guys are our valentines we didn't even get them like a bear or nothing that's okay here i have some of my iced coffee left yeah, you, you guys, guys want
1: well my bubbly it's red and it has my lipstick on it it's like the watered
0: down oh, end yeah. of the
1: iced coffee where it's like <laughs> translucent brown it looks like lemonade Ew, it does. <laughs> all right, guys, have a good week. If you guys are listening on Apple Music or Spotify, rate or, rate us five stars and give us a fun, cute little love review. Yes, please. And then if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe and turn on post notifications and comment and like and all of the fun things.
0: For Patreon, let's talk. Let's let's keep talking about this. How? What ways do you feel sexy? Yep. Is there any advice you feel like you could give to how you discovered what makes you feel sexy? Because right. that's actually something we didn't touch on it's a lot of trial and error yes sometimes you gotta you gotta try things to figure it out it won't necessarily just come to you and that's that's just as valid too that's part of the experience of literally growing up right but uh yeah how did you guys discover it um what are do you have any like valentine's day horror stories do you have any like amazing perfect fairy tale valentine's day stories
1: let's talk about um masculinity and femininity too like what brings it out of you what do you feel more comfortable in do you toy with both all the things it's
0: gonna be a good episode and as always um if you're not on a patreon it's always linked down below or you can go to patreon.com slash advice podcast thanks guys all right you guys we'll talk to you next i love you love you Bye. bye